This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station. Shall we begin? Walk the earth because I let you. Slaves are free. We must get to Baton Rouge, through this swamp. I must get to my family. BFM 89.9, you are listening to Popcorn Culture with Lynn, Sharmila and Arvin. And today we are winding down our reviews um, because there aren't that many films left coming out in 2022. And today we are discussing, as you just heard there, Will Smith in Antoine Fuqua's Emancipation, which is out on Apple TV. Yeah, we're winding down with some really cheery stuff. Yes, and we're winding down with, is it the cream of the crop? Is it? Because I would say perhaps not. (laughs) Okay. I realize it's a tough time for Will Smith, right? I'm not going to talk about the incident that we shall not talk about. Um, I actually had high hopes for this one. I I have had my fill, I will say, of movies and TV shows that have off late sort of done the trauma porn thing. And I was hoping this wouldn't veer into that. The trailers looked optimistic in a sense and, and, you know, I, I okay. I will just say I had high hopes for this, and then they were dashed to the ground. Yeah, um, I don't know if I had I had high hopes or not. Um, I think when watching the trailer, I knew exactly what kind of Oscar bait this movie was going to be, or this movie was trying to be. Um, and it's so Oscar bait. You can tell that it's 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 fishing for more awards next year. Um, and I also cannot say that I enjoyed the movie la, because when it comes to some subjects, I don't think you can enjoy these subjects or enjoy the movie. Um, I can say that I appreciated it. It's not a casual weekend with popcorn type of thing. Um, and I think that it has powerful themes and powerful messages and important messages that it wants to get across. But I think the movie loses the plot more than once and it tries to be way too many things um it's a cat and mouse chase movie and sometimes it wants to be an action movie then it wants to be a drama um it wants to be the revenant and then suddenly it wants to be like a war movie um and the pacing is so uneven and i think that's my biggest issue with emancipation i hated it i really hated it um i I don't see any point in sugarcoating because uh, the rest of this review is going to be pretty consistent. I don't understand why this movie exists. I think that Mm. there have been so many films about enslaved people and they have told any number of narratives. If if this movie had wanted to focus on that image, that very famous image of, um, of Whipped Peter, the photo that is supposedly at the centerpiece of the film, except it really, really isn't yes, as well. exactly. Um, and if it had wanted to tell a, a true story and one that 
if you've read the history of it, you know that there is a conflation over um, who the person is in the image and other escape stories. And I think there are opportunities there to tell some sort of prestige drama film about the way in which enslaved people, for example, don't get to own their narratives. For instance, uh, you could also have done a straightforward black exploitation film. I'm not saying that I would have been there for it or in the mood for it, but it could have been done in that way. And you could have just done a straight up action movie about someone escaping an untenable situation. That's fine too. This movie is neither of those things and kind of nothing. It doesn't have anything to say. Um, its stylistic flourishes aren't meant to achieve anything. It has one good central performance and everyone else just doing caricature around him. It's just, I hated it so much. <laughs> I, I, I think, sorry, I... I I recognize I'm bringing the tone down. I, I will recover. I will recover. Oh, no, I just did no, not don't like worry. It. I, I'm not really invested in bringing the tone back <laughs> up. Um, all of the things that you just said. See, whenever I hear of a really cool concept for a movie or an adaptation from something that I think could be great, and then the adaptation or the, the resulting product isn't great. I get really upset. And this made me upset in that same way. And the source of my being upset is... Great luck. Now, nobody else will do an actual good story about this for a really long time. And I feel that way about this movie because that the image of the whipped man was instrumental in changing the way people talked about and thought about slavery in the United States. It, it, um, and it's also about the power of photography and how it can change the course of history, right? I thought that's what this movie was going to be about when they first started publicizing the film. As it turns out, no, the actual thing is like a two-minute scene in the whole film. Really didn't seem to have much of a consequence later. Um, and what the movie actually was about is a really bog-standard film that cribs from like 20 other movies about enslaved people um, and doesn't really do much with it. I mean, when you spend most of your time watching a supposedly black and white film, trying to figure out... A grayscale yeah, film? Yeah, a grayscale film. Yeah. And, and you're sort of trying to figure out why would they choose to do strains of colour in that scene? Why is that dress suddenly green? You know that that's not effective because you're spending too much time thinking about the construction of the film and not the story itself. That's one. Um, but we also there's also a conversation to be had about, you know, do we need more movies like this? Like um, African-American and black actors in Hollywood themselves have said that they don't want to keep contributing to the slave image or the slave portrayal of themselves. Uh, there have been so many movies that, uh, that sort of torture and have violence against black bodies. Um, and do we need to keep telling these stories when there are so many other things that black actors can do and, and portray themselves in, right? So that's a whole other conversation. Um, but just coming back to the, the, I don't know, the muted colors or the black and whiteness or the, the, the filtered colors that they were trying to do in the movie, um, I think this movie would have worked a lot better in the cinema um, because on a small screen, I think like the details are lost. Uh, Lynn's I think making colors... a face yeah, at the yeah. thought of being trapped in a cinema <laughs> with this what, film. What are you saying? <laughs> I'm, say I'm not saying that I would have paid for it. I'm saying that it would have worked on a, on a much larger screen or maybe I would have paid for it. I don't know. Um, I, I think a lot of the details are lost. I think the colors look more muted than they should be because there's so much work that went into uh, Will Smith's makeup alone, right? You see like the, the burn marks, the scars, the, the uneven pigmentation on his face, uh, the hair, all because of the injury and violence that was done on his character. I think all of that is lost on a small screen. It doesn't matter if you have like a 55, 65, 85 inch TV. 
there's some compression going on because of the internet and internet connections are not so good. And you get this sort of squeezed, compromised vision or version of the film. Um, I, I think at least visually and aesthetically, it would have worked a lot better if it was blown up and, and it doesn't it doesn't work as a TV film for me. Mm, I can get that. Um, but I... With all of that said, which I agree with, I come back to, I still don't understand the aesthetic choices and how they serve the story. Because as you were speaking and I was thinking about the, aside from, aside from the way the characters appear, which is of course very, very important. But if you think about the shots, the drone shots, the grayscale, the, the way in which, um, the way in which certain scenes are lit, none of it makes storytelling sense. It's just kind of like an aesthetic interlude that exists and then it goes away. And because I think there is also no stylistic change, um, it's a very low dialogue film. It's mostly one mm. person on the run and people running after him with uh, senseless hate and racism and, and, and none, none of it is ever explored in, in any meaningful way. And because it is low on dialogue, you therefore need to have, I think, the, my God, I'm going to, oh my God, it's happening. I never thought a movie would make me say this. You know The Revenant? Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> no, but The Revenant is a better film. The Revenant is objectively a better film about mm. one man mm. going through an immensely torturous, difficult thing, trying to find his way back to well, in one case, his family, in another case, to avenge his family. But in both instances, it's one man brought forward by self-motivation. But for better or for worse, you don't have to like him. But you know who Hugh Glass is. I think that um, my difficulty, aside from the, the I don't know why this is happening, is Peter, the, the character that Will Smith plays in the film, you don't know anything about him. He, he just kind of does smart things. Um, he tries to lead men along. He's on the run. But you don't have a sense of who he is as a person at all. You only know who he is because he keeps telling you who he is or the other people around you keep telling you who he is, right? So he would say, I'll never break. Someone else might say, oh, he's really whatever. But you're never actually seeing most of these things. Um, a lot of this is riding on the fact that you're supposed to I think buy into Will Smith's charisma and screen immediately presence. without immediately. thought. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, and then the fact that, of course, in contrast, all the white slave owners or the people who manage the uh, manage the enslaved people are all uniformly terrible, right? So then you're supposed to also believe that Will Smith is the only person worth investing in and and following in this film, which is a very cheap shot in a movie like this. And just to link that to what you were saying earlier, Arvind, about the repeated uh, the repeated use of the slave narrative, particularly when it comes to people of African origin, right? Um, this movie made me think a lot about that because I'm not saying that that's not an important story. I'm not saying it's a story that we shouldn't attempt to visit and revisit. But I think it needs to be done with intent and purpose um, because I we just watched Wakanda Forever. Right, And it got mm. me thinking about how sometimes an empowering celebratory story can do a lot more for a, a community than a story that just repeatedly talks about trauma, especially when it starts feeling like those very people are being almost exploited on screen for us to watch. That's one. Like I, I kept feeling completely manipulated throughout the film because they do this thing, right? So it says based on a true story at the beginning of the movie. And I think like when a movie says that, 
you have to be accurate to certain extent or to some point and be like historically accurate in your depictions. Um, and I don't know how to feel because from what I've read, uh, the character of Peter in Emancipation himself is actually a jigsaw puzzle of a few different people. Uh, the person in the photograph that inspired the movie is actually named Gordon and not Peter. Um, and he was called Peter by either his slavers or the plantation owners or by the people who took the pictures themselves and then they dubbed it with Peter, right? So there are so many conflicting reports. Um, so that's not even his name. And the character played by Will Smith is a work of fiction, basically, or completely made up. Um, so again, like I appreciate the story and the, the movie and what they're trying to do, but you have to, it, it st you start to ask that question, like, you know what, like, what are you doing? Like, if this is a work of fiction and slavery was not that long ago, then is this exploitation just for the sake of exploitation or not? Or are you trying to give us a history lesson? And this movie is like a bit of both and none of it at all at the same time. We're talking today about Emancipation, which is directed by Antoine Fuqua, starring Will Smith. Um, and yeah, uh, we want to know, have you watched it yet? Do you plan to, if you've watched it, did you like it? You can WhatsApp 018-789-8899 and of course, tweet us at BFM Radio. Beyond Frivolous Matters, BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Your papa is going to be back. Do not ever stop believing that. I fight them. They beat me. They whip me. They break the bones in my body. BFM 89.9, you're listening to Popcorn Culture with Lynn Shamilan Ivan, and together we're talking about Antoine Fuqua. Antoine Fuqua's Emancipation, uh, which stars, as you just heard, Will Smith. Um, and we've established to varying degrees the film was not a success for us. I'd like to talk, though, about Will Smith because. This is his first return to the screen um, since a pretty heavy round of controversy earlier in the year. And this, I think, if he hadn't won for King Richard, I'm pretty sure that everybody or that he would have thought this was the role that he would have been nominated for because it is Oscar Beatty in a number of ways. Um, and also, frankly, it is a good performance. I have serious reservations about the accent. Um, but in terms of the physical performance, the, the fact that most of the time you're just with him, um, it, it's a strong performance. Actually, even if... Even if the whole Oscar incident hadn't happened, I think we would be talking right now about Will Smith contending for his second Oscar back-to-back. -back. Um, that's just the kind of film this is. Um, and, Which is and not reflective of the quality. No. Sorry, I, I raised no. a finger. <laughs> Lynn yeah. is like full on with this movie. <laughs> I really didn't like no, it. But, but I agree. Um, the movie itself is really not good, but his performance is actually really magnetic. Um, accent, yes, patchy. Sometimes downright, laugh, downright distracting and laughable. Indistinct, I think. Yes, mm. I think getting mm. the, 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 the southern accent correct, especially with the French inflections, really didn't work. Um, but I think it is a bit of a pity, too, that, that we're talking about this performance at this point in time. Um, but the others also just that this performance is contained in such a substandard film. 
I think it's it's really easy also to like Will Smith. Like putting aside like again the Oscar slap and you know the whole the whole controversy this year. Um it's very easy to to get on board with a Will Smith no matter what his mission is to get on board with him in a movie. Um he's always been incredible as an actor even though he hasn't always picked like incredible movies to go along with that. I I thought his physicality like the body language, the 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 weight loss that he did, the whole way he looks and and comes across in the film is incredible. Um when i saw the trailer right i was really worried that emancipation would be too uh, stagey um or it would be like overly dramatic or they would try to go too a bit too cringy with the performances um but i think casting will smith getting someone with that kind of caliber he made it look like natural but also at the same time even though they didn't use ben foster enough and he's a bit of a cardboard cutout of a villain he's almost super villain like i think he was equally powerful in his performance we've seen what he can do as a as a bad guy uh, we saw him in hustle also this year right um he's just like greasy slimy disgusting human being to be around and i hated him so much which means that his performance must have worked less so i i i think he put in like an equally powerful uh, performance in emancipation I struggled a little bit with Ben Foster um partly because of the caricaturish nature of the character. Mm. It's it's primarily that like you said we've seen him do this uh, and I think it's also what I just said and what you just said. We've seen him do this before. And so because we've seen him do it before, I think uh, there isn't that element of either surprise or of anticipation that comes with this sort of performance. You're just like, "Oh yeah, there's Ben Foster, going to be evil." <laughs> and then true enough, evil. So it was it was that i think my i'm not sure it's coming across and i don't want to belabor the point so i will just say it outright my biggest problem with the film is that i found it dull and i think that that is a disservice mm. to the story and it is actually a disservice as well to telling the story again of enslaved people and i mean these are real traumas these things really happen to people so if you're going to make a movie about it then I don't think every movie needs to have a point, but I think movies like this do. And then the other thing is um I am absolutely not saying I need to be entertained, but I think the movie cannot be so dull that you start to be unsure. I wasn't sure where he was half the time because he's not sure where he is. He's just headed towards the sound of emancipation. And when he hits another swamp, when he climbs another tree when there's yet another alligator i'm just like i don't know where we are uh no uh, absolutely the movie is paced so poorly um and yeah you're right dull is actually really the word i often feel with movies like this that i should give it my full respect and attention because it's about a subject that is so important but despite that i found myself texting i found myself my attention wandering checking the time to see how much was left in the movie all of which are not good signs um that the movie uh, it's not good signs for the movie itself and um you referenced this earlier arvin the fact that the film itself is also paced in this weird sort of way at one point which technically should be the high point of the film because it is inspired by the photograph you think you've reached some sort of climax but no apparently it's just a throwaway thing it just passes yeah and then you think mm. that you've reached the end of the film and some sort of like um salvation only to realize oh there's a good like half an hour left to this movie and then it becomes a totally different movie um with characters that you hadn't scene for much of the film suddenly becoming important all of a sudden like it's it's very oddly paced it doesn't um 
it doesn't create a space for you to get to know characters or to even recognize the story that you're in. It's just kind of moving forward, but in this weird jerky fashion. I mean, it's funny, right? Because um, the movie trying to do one thing and then not succeeding at all. Because Will Smith uh, recently showed up on the Daily Show with Trevor Noah, and and he spoke about the movie, right? And and uh, Willow, his daughter Willow, asked him why he was doing another slave movie and contributing to that image. Um, and he said that he's not making a movie about slavery; he's making a movie about freedom. And I compared that to the time when Will Smith turned down Django Unchained because he wanted to make like a black western romance instead which wasn't quentin tarantino's vision at the time like you know um and he wanted to to make a movie about an escaped slave fighting his way back to his wife which means that emancipation is will smith's answer to django unchained so many years later but the irony is that i think django unchained is a more empowering movie that isn't about slavery and it's and is much more about the freedom that this movie wanted to be about um emancipation is 100% in the same bracket as 12 years a slave it's it's definitely without a doubt no matter how they want to spin it it's 100% a movie about slavery which comes back to um maybe a tricky question and one that isn't necessarily for us to answer right but it is a uh, when it comes to movies that look at this period of american history that look at this particular group of people who are so deeply impacted and traumatized by this period of history what what else is there left to say i think you know um do mm. we want 12 years a slave and and i don't think that everybody necessarily wants to or wants to engage with that um do we want django which is a a revisionist re- imagination of what it could be what is it um because this is an attempt at action movieifying something that i think cannot withstand that treatment and or rather it's wrong la the treatment is just wrong see the easy answer would be to say that we should allow the people themselves to tell those stories but we are now increasingly seeing black creators tell those stories and still there's this sort of discomfort with it being um exploitative or manipulative in some sense and there's something to be said also about needing to work these things out that mm. this is a historical trauma that you need time to kind of unpack and and look at and and i i appreciate that argument as well i think that then the films just they have to have a point they have to you know this this sounds ridiculous and maybe simplistic I think they just have to do better. Like you have to you have to make sure that you're doing it for a good reason and that you're doing it well. Doing it well and also I think they really need to figure out the torture porn aspect of these movies. Yes. Because if if it's not properly documented and if you're making these scenes up, it it means that you are fictionalizing something um and you are basically creating torture porn uh for a subject that's very real and and very recent also. Like like the whole Jim Passel thing, there's no historical documentation of him ever meeting Gordon or Peter but in the movie he's doing horrible violent things to them and talking about horrible things right so i don't know i think even that aspect of it they really need to figure out especially the the hollywoodizing of of this whole very sensitive subject We've been talking today about Emancipation directed by Antoine Fuqua starring Will Smith. Let us know if you've watched it and liked it. WhatsApp 0187898899 tweet us at BFM Radio. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.